we're, we're back, baby. Active recall. We have to skip the niceties because we're morons and don't know how to set things up right. How does it feel to be recording again? Man. How have you been? Dude. It's been, it feels like it's been years. Dude, it's been like, a long I think time. it's been more than a year since we like actually recorded recording. together. Yeah, man. Actually, uh, So yeah, I've been good. I've been incredibly busy. But yeah, it feels like it's been really long that we've been recording or recorded a podcast. I think it's just both our schedules just exploded. Last year was insanely busy for me. But yeah, I mean, everything's good, man. You know, got a dog adopted rescued congratulations it's introducing neo yeah neo good pup he's a half dotson half chihuahua and they call him a chihuini i don't have to joke (laughs) (laughs) anyways go on (laughs) how has that been oh dude so like the first the first three days three, four days have been kind of, kind of grueling just because he, we thought he was house trained, but he's not. But now that we have a routine going, he's getting better at it. Neil, good boy. So right now we are getting a routine in. He's not so anxious around us now. So the only time he's anxious is when we try to like wipe down his feet after walking or whatever. But other than that, He's been good. He's starting to open up to us now, and it's great. He's been a blast. Like it's probably the best thing for me and Wellney. So yeah, best thing this year. Oh, uh, so far. I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> well, while I got married as well last year, <laughs> last year. So uh, I guess this year's just started. So yeah, yeah. Um, congrats on that. It's a big year. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was a big. That was a big thing too i was very very happy um one of the one of the, another peak moment in my life that i definitely enjoyed but uh, yeah married life have a dog it's like the dream <laughs> look at us look at, look at us now <laughs> who'd have thought <laughs> yeah so yeah it, it uh <laughs> i think we recorded our first episode six years ago oh my something. god dude <laughs> maybe it was i think it was like 2017 yeah. it might have been early 2018 mm-hmm. um so we haven't been consistent that's probably the main reason yeah. uh we, we probably still won't be but <laughs> it's it's good to record again yeah we just found some time both of us just finished watching physical 100 <laughs> i've been working on i've been like making some shorts about physical 100 life lessons dude, <laughs> creativity me, lessons We've been chatting about this and sending messages about the show, so I thought we can just record, talk about it, and this will help me also to continue working on these different shorts. Also, just wanted to chat, catch up, and we were, we, yeah, we, I, I just said, like, hey, you want to just record? <laughs> we were- and then we, we spent, like, the last 20 minutes mm-hmm. getting set, as usual. It's like the early days of when we did the podcast and everything would go wrong. Yeah. Uh, so... Anyway, we have, like, we'll just talk about each episode. There's going to be spoilers. <laughs> what did you think of the show overall? I got really excited just to see everyone's physique and all that. I think the the challenges or, like, the quest or whatever they were explaining, oh, I thought those were so good. I thought those were so clever. It was just, like, I thought it was all just about strength. And then after a while, it's, like, it's really about teamwork and, and like, um but then it's not. Then it's not. Yeah, switch it on you, and it's crazy. But what about you? What do you think about it? What do you think overall? Really inspiring. Mm-hmm. I think it's making everyone want to work out. Oh, yeah. I have this thought that 
all the double blind research studies about fitness and uh-huh. nutrition. It's great, but I think Rocky has inspired more people to get up the next day and work out. I think Physical 100 is doing the same thing for the world, <laughs> inspiring people to start working out. And <laughs> we'll go through each episode. So the first episode is called The Pecking Order. Everyone comes in. They all see their uh, their busts. I, I get the sense they probably like kind of know who's coming. But they are surprised Like when people walk in. It feels like the Royal Rumble. Yeah, People admire uh, the people coming in. And what it reminded me of is just, I don't know about hedonic treadmill, but everyone thinks everyone has a better body than them, <laughs> and they're all jacked. Yeah. <laughs> they're all like 10 out of 10. I'm 10 out of 10 in some way, and they still think like, oh man, that person has a, a better body than me. Yeah. And this guy has like an eight pack. <laughs> so, um, so that, yeah, that's kind of like the first half of that episode and then they introduced like the challenge zero Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which was hang off these rafters as long as possible yeah what was the longest do you remember it was like it was more than 30 minutes i think yeah yeah Yeah. i think they were getting to between 15 and 30 minutes yeah Um, that's insane just hanging yeah some people just fell right away (laughs) they're just too heavy (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like just not strong enough yeah Uh And then, um, who hung on longest? But it was, um, some UDT guy. I'm shocked or CrossFitter at least maybe, but no, these guys so crazy. I thought it ended up being, oh yeah. yeah, It was the first group was UDT, UDT guy. (laughs) Great recap. (laughs) (laughs) UDT guy. He was going, it was against the rock climber and the rock climber was like, thoroughly ashamed of himself and he's like why are you trying like he was losing yeah 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 but yeah that was that was crazy yeah i thought cross at least the crossfitter would last i thought that was a good test and then so funny thing like as soon as that was done Wally and i went to the gym and tested how long we could last (laughs) on a pull-up bar oh it was probably i think i lasted about less than two minutes yeah. Were you hanging? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or did you just a dead like, hang? Right. Yeah, just dead hang. I was thinking maybe we could just put at least an elbow up, but you know, I, I yeah, 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 I was just like, yeah, I was try testing the forearms. So yeah, I was pretty proud of myself. I was like, I could do longer. I know I can. <laughs> Two minutes is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I there's like that carnival game where you. This was like in Coney Island. Um, oh yeah, you just hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you win money or something. What, what, yeah, or like a stuffed animal. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think the sweat gets in the way. Okay. Uh, let's see. So life lesson from this hanging challenge: creativity lesson. I guess the fitness lesson is specialized skill is still important if you're going to win any single challenge mm, that like people that. that did well is it, they're still like <laughs> hanging there were people that knew how to hang also like in the end the overall thing is like the, these crossfit people oh yeah are correct <laughs> <laughs> they they the, the whole thing with crossfit is you know train for all these different things so that you're ready for a variety of challenges uh-huh. And this show provides a variety of challenges. These people do pretty well. Episode two. (laughs) Uh, So episode two is called, I just have like the IMDb summary here. 
lose it and you lose. After the test of their basic physical abilities, the contestants pair off and go head to head in the next round with each bout's loser going home. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, were you rooting for anyone? Dude, I was all about the MMA fighter, the 40 year old guy. I think, like, the whole time. I just wanted him to, to go through it. What about you? Yeah, yeah. He does, he does become, like, the hero. Yeah. Because. We're not spring chickens, so we're actually probably closer to his age than to the younger competitors. Yeah, I just enjoy MMA, so yeah. I wanted to see him do well. He's also just like a positive guy. I think overall, too, the show is uh, everyone's pretty positive. Oh, yeah. And it makes me also wonder, like, um, you're a video editor. Uh-huh. There's a lot of editing going on. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder if it's just like uh, how much is... That they actually are all positive. Oh, yeah. Are they just editing it that way? They have probably so much content to to edit. Yeah. And yeah, they they have to like make this narrative of, um, I I think the MMA guy is like just very positive. Yeah. So when it comes to, to like, it's called bad apple. So if someone does say something kind of, kind of mean or rude, uh, they are kind of edited out a little faster than normal. So for example, the German guy, I don't know if you remember, he was talking a lot in the very first episode, but then the second episode where it's like, you know, he, if you noticed, he actually put some paint or whatever on his face, trying to look scary. Ultimate warrior. Yeah. Like ultimate warrior. Um, and unfortunately the German guy, even though he was saying all kinds of like pumped up things, like he's going to do it, he lost, but we didn't hear anything from him. So for sure. For sure, they edited out whatever he was going to say, like something mean, and he was quickly cut from the edit. I had a feeling he was his whatever he was saying was cut out. So yeah, they don't like mean people as much. Yeah, <laughs> because, because it, it does become a thing of like, will there be an American version of this? Though so I feel like there I think will like be, MTV is the challenge. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty similar, and then they really play up. Um, they're not as positive <laughs> towards each other. <laughs> so it's good to see some of that. So the challenge in this, you have to like be holding this ball after two minutes. Right. right. The interesting thing is they got to pick their opponent and then also uh, which of the, the arenas, the fast people choose like the playground. Yeah. And then um, the slow people Truthfully. or like the powerful people yeah. pick like this open arena. And then, yeah, when choosing the opponents, uh, what did you think about different strategies, ways that people pick their opponents? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think, like, I don't think they knew exactly what they were going into before the arenas, but I, you know, I think when, like, their tactics, all of them, it's, it's all pretty clever until, you know, it got kind of repetitive. For example, it, like the first one, they threw the ball away, and then they all just went into the middle of the arena, like the pit <laughs> with the water. And I was kind of shocked. I was like, "Why don't you just grab the ball and just run around then?" If that's the case, but no, they just wanted to pin them and get a good head start before the time ran out, which was crazy. I think there were like at least two OTs um, that happened. But strategically, I think when a player chooses the side or like the leveling, it, like they're they're using the playing field to their advantage for their, their body type. I think that was the like perfect scenario. So yeah, that, that's my thought process. I loved it. I love that they were just 
trying to do whatever it takes. It's just, I think some of them were kind of funny or a little goofy trying to figure out how to, like, I think there was a guy that put a ball behind a net. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. 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 It's like life lesson here is that the plan can backfire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to be like, uh, Oh, you just picked the playing field for your benefit or like an advantage. But yeah, that's good. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Or like adapting. Yes, right? Adapting. Because, uh, <laughs> I think what, <laughs> what happened is, with one of them is this guy picked like this strong, slow guy because he was fast. And then pick the playground, right? So, like, oh, I'm much faster. I'm going to do well. Uh, yeah. There's this thing Joe Rogan talks about where everyone thinks, like, in their head they can win some fight. Like, you think, like, you get in a fight at a bar, you're going to win. Um, you picture it. You think you think you'll just win in this fight, but then you never picture the other person fighting back that well. Anyway, so the fast person sprints out to the ball. Mm-hmm. And then get scared because you feel the footsteps behind you and misses, like, picking up the ball. <laughs> then the strong guy grabs it and then puts it in a corner. And then, like, a lineman just blocks him out the entire time and yeah. wins. So, um, planning is good. You can pick the environment. You can pick your opponent. And everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth is basically the, <laughs> the thing here. Yeah. So that's challenge number one. The other one, the hanging one, is challenge number zero, mm-hmm. or like the the pre challenge. Uh, yes. Yes. And I, I think the other thing here is that if you're good enough, that first challenge kind of didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of people from the bottom fifty that were able to beat top fifty people and move on. Yeah, that's yes. right. They, I think it was just a ranking, just to, just to get first choice or first pick. I think that was the thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then my uh, creative life lesson here, I think I wrote something about this here. So challenge number one, you can choose your environment. I was writing a blog post here, so that's why I have this handy. The idea is that like you can choose your environment and you can choose your opponent in a way you're going to have different resistance with your creative work. I don't even know if this is like, maybe we could just talk about the show. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's just talk about the show. I'll, I'll leave these to, to something else. Um, okay. So I, I did, I'll, I'll finish this thought at least sure, sure, say, uh, in the beginning stages. It might be good to go about the internet to go distraction free and to avoid diving into research too early. You might have a specific setup when editing work. You might like writing in loud coffee shops like Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, and then there's different stages of the creative process and you have different resistance as the thing that you're procrastinating on, like toward the end of the project is going to be different than uh, the beginning of the project. So figure out the environment uh, that works best against that opponent of creative resistance. I love that. And, and then I have this quote here from the departed where Frank Costello says, I don't want to be a product of my <laughs> environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I love that. Let's see. Okay. Um, next up, I guess uh, the, <laughs> one gripe with the show, this one-on-one stuff went over two episodes. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> like, really long. It was a little too long. Very repetitive. Um, yeah. Very repetitive. The next episode was called Lose It and You Lose. Episode four is The Underdogs. After the winners celebrate and bond over their shared enthusiasm, they're divided into groups for the next round. Right. Who will form the strongest team? Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever been last pick 
at the playground. Yeah, dude, all the time. I mean, back in elementary school in Oak Harbor, that was uh, that was probably like I didn't think anything of it until probably later. I was like, oh yeah, I guess I am not that athletic. It was like kickball or something or basketball. I forget. Yeah, last pick. Well, kind of sucks. Wally's physique was a little different <laughs> in middle school and high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. And um, then, I wasn't good. I was not athletic. He went nuts in college. Uh, <laughs> lost a lot of weight. Got in shape. Really inspiring. Um, I also was not in you know peak condition when I was uh, in middle school. I think I, I it it happened very slowly. Like because I would play like basketball in elementary school. And I thought, like, oh, I play outside, like, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And then we ran the mile in middle, middle school. school. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the limit was that you had to get under. I'm I didn't. 15. I didn't. You're 15. For probably that. Yeah. I couldn't do it. They put me in um, <laughs> the fitness club. This is what they called it, the fitness club. Uh-huh. Then every single day, instead of doing, like, the fun PE games, the fitness club was separated out. <laughs> it was a group of like eight of us and we just had to run the mile every day. Oh. I, and I don't think that's actually like the best way to train how to like get faster at the mile. That was one of the more embarrassing uh, parts of my life. It doesn't feel great to be picked last. So that's kind of what happens in this show is mm-hmm. people form these different teams. It's pretty brilliant how they outcast certain people because everyone wants to go to like three of the competitors, two of the competitors. So those people have a lot of people lined up, but the, those like team leaders then get to pick their teams. Oh, right. And then, yeah. So if they can only pick four, then the other four who lined up for them had to go like, um, (laughs) (laughs) I I wasn't picked. Now I need to like go come crawling to some other person who I didn't think was, the best uh-huh. that's transparent and then some of them get rejected multiple times yeah until they end up uh, at the last spot mm-hmm. it's it's awesome and <laughs> <laughs> then the challenge itself this bridge building competition where they build a bridge then they have to carry sand across the bridge take turns carrying sand and then whichever team has the most sand by the end wins the challenge nice what did you think of this bridge building sand challenge. I thought that was very epic. I was rooting for the underdogs in this in this one because I was very worried. Love the whole process of building the bridge and then bringing the sand over to Phil. Honestly, it looked insane. Uh, the rope thing, which kind of made me laugh a little bit. I was like, oh, it's supported by these ropes. <laughs> but oh right, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, but then once, it didn't affect anyone. It, no, it, it just. It's just like a scare tactic, I think, for the most part. But yeah, it was just like when they dropped, everyone's like, "Oh no, <laughs> it's Dude, even worse." I was hoping, like, <laughs> I was hoping at least one person would be running, and then right in the middle of it happening, and they go, they go super <laughs> slow, <laughs> and then they'll just fall off. I would hope they would just fall off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I guess no one ended up falling. Oh no. no. Um, uh, and then uh, there was a moment like the guy that I think the guy carried one of the heaviest sandbags. Like one of them, one of the bags was a lot bigger than the others. And as he was carrying it, trying to bring it over, it almost fell over. And he was trying his heart. I, I that was when I was like, oh, that's good. That's a, pull it. You gotta pull it. I was freaking out for him. It was very smart that these guys. Some of them, like even though the bridge wasn't finished, 
they would still jump over with the sandbag. That's good. That's a very smart move. I loved it. I thought that was grueling. It made me laugh when the guys would start running really fast on the bridge. Yeah, I definitely also got some PTSD from <laughs> Overcooked <laughs> of bringing the dirty dish to, to the wash. I think there were a couple times, maybe like one time where they show someone forgetting to like bring the sandbag back. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh no, we need I to bring these empty bags back. Uh-huh. Uh, let's remember this. So this, this is also like that. Uh, how does the, the farmer bring the goat, the cabbage and the wolf? <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember, you got to bring one of these things back. Yeah. I love um, that. that okay. Yeah. yeah. I wrote, here we go. So challenge number two, my creative lesson here is do the basics well. Mm-hmm. So you get a good foundation. Wally talked about this when they run across the planks start falling off. But one of the teams had a very secure bridge because one of the team members, uh, this woman, I think she's a stunt. Yes. Uh, a stunt actor. Uh, stunt actor. Art, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So she was very keen on building a safe bridge. She knows the importance of safety and securing everything, and it worked. Yeah, they were able to run across, didn't have to keep fixing the bridge. In your creative work, it's important to understand the basics of your craft and to make sure you know how to do the basics well, set a good foundation. In hindsight, securing the planks in Physical 100 was really important, but they didn't quite know that. On the other hand, with your creative work, you're not probably like exploring a brand new medium. So there's a lot of (laughs) history about what works and what doesn't. And you can look to that to set a good foundation for yourself. In this book, Creative Confidence, they describe someone asking Yo-Yo Ma if he even needs to practice anymore now that he's a master. And from the book, they say the question hung in the air for a moment before Yo-Yo Ma delivered the bad news. Long after ascending to the top of his field, Yo-Yo Ma continues to practice as much as six hours a day. Jesus. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm learning After Effects and I'm actually getting a lot more efficient. For example, there was a moment last week I was filming and we got a client from a different thing asking to change a graphic from behind a person on a board instead of having like whatever it was showing on the screen behind the person, they wanted to have a logo behind that person instead. So this needed to be done within four hours. Thankfully, since I practiced this stuff, like last month, I was actually getting into After Effects. I needed to know the foundation on how to do any of that. Thankfully, I remembered it all. And I told my boss, I was like, I could do this. I just need time. And we had a good break. And during our break was when I was... I was like, okay, it was this process to do this process to do this. So in After Effects, it's layer out the background, rotoscope the guy, and then add a new layer behind the guy. That's essentially the most basic thing I could say. But rotoscoping takes hours. To, oh, wow. but yeah, yeah, it takes a good time. And then to make the background look like it's in the video, it's another layer of effects. Overall... I was able, with the practice I remembered <laughs> over the course of one month, I was able to send this out within the four hours for our client to like thoroughly enjoy that, that it looked like, it looked like the actual video. This does help a lot in like stressful situations when we're doing something and you know, it's efficiency. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the foundation and then you were just talking about like, the order of doing things. Mm-hmm. And understanding the order that you're supposed to do these things. I was doing an After Effects project and I don't know After Effects that well. So I was kind of trying to do this thing for the first time. Um, Needed to send it to someone. It just took me forever. It was fine. Like I made this 
first draft of something like, and they're like, okay, that's cool. But can you just like adjust it a little bit? Like do this with the background blocks. Basically it's like this animation that I drew and then colored blocks animating the background. And I was like, okay, great. Then I tried to do it and I realized like, oh no, I don't really know the best way to revise this, to just make these adjustments. Um, mm. knew how to do it the first time through, but then to do the revision, it's just like, oh, I don't have the reps to like make the small adjustment. And then it was a thing of, oh no, the way I had these files set up to like make the adjustment. Some piece was rooting something at the end just because I chopped oh, up like a composition. Nice. <laughs> I was trying to use components without really knowing how to use them that well. That's where if you're not super familiar, you can slow down. Then I guess that reminds me just of all of these challenges overall. They don't know what they're going to beforehand. And similar to like CrossFit with the games, I've watched some CrossFit documentaries and done like two months of CrossFit every three or four years. To, so I get a sense of when they announce what, there's always like some surprises at the games. So they can't prepare for it all year knowing exactly what they're going to be doing, but they can get a sense of the framework. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still able to train for these things, but there's always something hyper-specific that is something that they couldn't have been training all year because it's a brand new challenge. I think we're getting a little long on time, so maybe we can do another episode in the future. There's still three more challenges. Part two. Part two this. Part two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part two. We'll do part two. Another thing I wanted to mention, you talked about like another theme through this game is the clock. Everything either has like a clock counting down or you're trying to outlast other people. The project that you were working on sounded like you had like four hours and you need to figure out how to use this time. We're running out of time because we've asked our wives for some time. (laughs) (laughs) It's run out. And we kind of like lost some with our logistics issues in the beginning. So we're going to, let's just part two this. It was good to, um, (laughs) we're going to do part two after like season four of... (laughs) No, we, <laughs> we for sure, like maybe Wednesday this week, or, or, so we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, yeah, find, some we'll find some time. Yeah, yeah. So Awesome. Good catching great up. Good catching up, man. Good to record. It feels great to record. Yeah, yeah. I'll figure out this, All right. this camera thing, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> Cut. Cut.